This is the Tribe of Millionaires podcast from Go Abundance. The tribe of healthy, wealthy, generous people who choose to live epic lives. Listen Tuesdays for featured guests and Fridays for Go Abundance member spotlights. But listen always to hear how our guests have grabbed life big. Now, here's your host, Jamie Gruber. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. We're live in Miami at the Global GoBundance Conference, and I've got a GoBundance member next to me, Carlos Amaya. He is a real estate investor. He is a community leader. He has an insane story, which we're going to dive into, and he also is the host of Hablemos de Real Estate, a Spanish-speaking real estate podcast. Carlos, welcome, brother. Jamie, thank you for having me here. This is a dream come true. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I love you, it. You, you are a hero. You are my hero. You are my, one of my heroes, and I'm really... Uh, Humble and happy to be here, and thank you for the invitation. No, man, this is incredible. I, I, I remember hearing your story. I remember chatting with you about, you know, this whole idea of like, do I come in and go abundance? And you decided to, and I'm so glad you did because I, yeah. I think it's a as great a, decision. As a matter of fact, yeah, you were one of the main reasons they came to go abundance. So uh, I, I did emerge. Yeah, uh, you did a great webinar, and we connected. You're from New York. Yeah, and then uh, when I was on the fence, you kind of make, make me the little push to, to jump <laughs> <laughs> through them, through me to the fence. Well, we were talking about comfort zone, right? We had to talk about another guy who was maybe going to come on your podcast that is uncomfortable with the Spanish, not sure about it. And you're like, man, you got to get uncomfortable. Same thing. It's getting around this group. Get yourself uncomfortable, right? Definitely. It's, and it, it has been transforming my life. And then I, I guess we we'll talk about it later. Yeah, but yeah. It's, just been, it's just been like a few months, but the the growth and, and different aspects of my life has been like, like really big. Amazing. Amazing. Well, let's go back first. So sure. uh, let's get your backstory because you've had, uh, you know, you have your life and then there's some parts of your life that are like, wow, I mean, you've gone through some stuff. So let's let's hear about it. Give me kind of the, the whatever, five, six, seven minute version of you. Pretty fine. Uh, okay. So I was born in Colombia. Uh, I was happily living my life. I'm going, going to college, living in my mom's house and my father not paying rent. And then my girlfriend at that time decided to come to, to LA, you know, with her father to study English. And then she told me a couple of weeks later that she's going to stay here mm-hmm. and you're going to go into school and everything. So I just dropped everything and I came here chasing her. And that was in 1999. We got married. So we've been married for like 24 years. Wow. And then, uh, oh, I started just making a living, just working in, in different in different aspects. Uh, I get into real estate in 2004. Uh, and then when the market crashed, I joined a real estate attorney uh, law firm, small firm that he was forming. Uh, and I started working with him. I started doing radio shows in the, in the New York uh, radio stations. I, I, we did it for like 10 years. Mm. And then, uh, uh, everything was, was was doing great, and then was, as I was diagnosed with cancer in 2012, yeah. I did the whole the whole cycles of chemotherapy, and then uh, right after that, uh, I was diagnosed with something called AVN, which is an arterial malformation, and it's unrelated, unrelated with cancer. So I mean, I have a bunch of veins and arteries in my head that were not supposed to be there, uh, and I was I was trying to see different doctors, uh, and then one doctor said, you know what, uh, you have like five years to live, five to eight. What year is this? 2011, that was before the cancer. Wow. But then I got cancer, I kind of, kind, of, kind of put it on hold. And then in 2014, I have so much headaches, I have palpitation here, it was hard to, when, when I was in the radio station, to listen to the to the, to the the sound, or to the, to the, to the headphones. So uh, I was I was looking for a doctor, and one doctor did like a, like, like a, an MRI and different stuff, and he told me like, whatever you have so big, so hard to treat, you better off you just enjoy your life. Uh, my, girl, my daughters at that point were like, like eight and four years old, I was little. Uh, so I was like, 
how I, I didn't want that to be the end of my story. So mm. I started looking for a second opinion. And then my, my wife, which is the biggest blessing of my life, find a doctor in New York City uh, who took took me as a patient, although the guy was so busy. And then uh, we ended up, I ended up going under like 12 brain surgeries uh, from 2015 to 2018. And the average surgery was like 10 hours, an hour's time. So it was pretty spectacular. Wow process and that gave me so much faith and to God be the glory he wanted me to be here uh, and that's when I changed my life I decided to leave my W2 job I invest in real estate and just impact my community and do what I'm doing now what year did you leave your job uh, 2019 it's 2019. three years okay wow okay a lot to unpack let's let me go back a little bit here sure. and of course we're going to dive into uh, you know where you are today well I guess I want to ask this today do you have pain no no pain no, no thank, that, no, I, I, I lived with pain so many years that was yeah. so weird when, it, when, when the pain left so yes all right. So you're in LA. Uh, you get married to your wife who you moved with from Colombia, yes. essentially, right? When did New York happen? When did well, you- a, a year later, um, oh, my, quick. my, my okay. father-in-law moved back to Colombia. Yeah. Uh, he was based in, in LA. He went back to Colombia. And then at that time, we didn't know nobody there. And some of my family live in, in, in New York, Westchester County. And they told me, you want to come here? You know, we, we, we help you. And then we decided to move. And then we, we moved to New, uh, to New York uh, right like nine, 10 months after we were in LA. So this is like 2000-ish, 2001-ish. Yes, before, be, before, before 1999, we moved. To, to to New York to New York okay gotcha so right around the right around the, the turn of the century yeah that was right, right? <laughs> when, when the war was supposed to be ending <laughs> yeah yeah right exactly yeah yeah well, it was a Y two K and all that so oh four you get into real estate what does that mean were you selling it were you investing in it what was what was okay the- so my wife is a visionary uh so I, I started working in the in the restaurant industry so I was working in Greenwich Connecticut which is a really yeah. wealthy area Very. so I was so comfortable I was I was making good money uh I wasn't really happy doing doing that job what, what were you doing I I was a waiter. Okay. Even yeah. though I have no idea how to be a waiter, but I, I said like I, I, like Ryan said yesterday when they asked me, uh, "Did you know you have experience?" I said, yes. Yeah. Right. Are you good? Yes. <laughs> Did you know about Italian food? Yes. <laughs> Can you start tomorrow? Yes. So I said yes, yeah. and it start and and then I become get really good at it, uh, and then uh, I was in my comfort zone, uh, and, then, and then my wife uh, because we have a friend that wanted to get into real estate, uh, she got the the rich dad poor dad book, mm. she read it and she said this is it, let's do it, and I and I refused. She she forced me. <laughs> She, she she signed she signed and and which is a community college college to get the the license she paid for it and she said okay next we, we start next Wednesday I said what are you talking about I, I said I pay already and I don't like to lose money and I was like okay that's it we were the only uh, Spanish uh, uh, speaking. Um, students there only the two of us were like 30 uh, and then uh, to a point uh, the, 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 tra- the trainer the teacher well, he was like kind of doubting we we're going to be able to do it because we were like still learning the language I'm still I'm still are and then uh, we just studied like crazy and then we passed the school exam we passed the state the exam and then we got the, we got licensed in 2004 mm-hmm. so I was doing part time real estate a full-time restaurant and then little by little I just did the vice versa and then I, I left the restaurant business wow. and they, kids came when? Uh, my daughter came two thousand four. My okay. first daughter. So, wow. so, so I get so right, the right there. Yes, <laughs> we went to, from two incomes to one income, and then just trying to do real estate. Uh, and then that's our second daughter came two thousand eight when the market crashed. So that's yeah. perfect time for me. <laughs> That's awesome. I, look, we we talked yesterday. I, we had Ryan Serhant on, and we were talking about balance and everything. And what I love about that, I wanted to I wanted to ask that because, like, you know, I think a lot of people get in their in their mind. I just did a post on this this morning about, you know, oh, I have to have one third of my life kids, one third of my life is my job. Like, I don't have room for building the life I want or whatever. You know, I, I got all these other things, and I can't 
get out of balance. But in that time, you're building, right? You're growing. You're, you've got a kid. You've got this real estate career and everything. And I'm sure there was not balance in terms of, okay, I spent all the time I wanted with my new baby. And I spent all the time I wanted with my my wife. I mean, you you were doing a lot of different things. Today. Yeah, I, I think when you try to do that, the planning, the balance, and, and like, like, like unpack yourself from like the professional guy to the personal guy, personal guy, you get so exhausted and then you ended up doing neither one of them. Yeah. So yes, so into the day, you know, uh, yeah, life is it's not really balanced and then uh, you have to be the same person with outside uh, of uh, like working, business, and home. You're the same guy. Yeah, you, you, can, you, you can have like a multiple personalities. Yeah. So, all right, so you get your license in 04. What's the, what do you do next? Like, okay, so, 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 so we didn't know anything about it. Yeah. So, we, so they told, okay, you have license now. You have to find a sponsor. I said, okay, fine. So how can we find a sponsor? You find it. You find an office. They're looking for a client for 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 agents. So no sponsor I'll, for the for those like like an EXP uh, Keller Williams. That's what you mean by a sponsor. Yes, sponsor. Yeah. Usually, when you have a license, you have to like like bring your license to to the real estate office so they can just hold it there and you can you can start selling real estate or do whatever you want. Um, and then at that time I was doing online search and then I found one really close to us. It was a small boutique office. Uh, and then uh, we just apply. And and then we went there, we, we went to see the guy and he said, lovely, just come here. And I was, uh, his niche of the market was it was nothing in Spanish, all like, like people from Europe, Europe, Africa, Africa, and, and different places of the world. So we start our first couple of years in real estate within serve our community. And I was trying to like serve our community. It was really hard at the beginning. I was, was I didn't make that much money like 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 uh, like Rand said yesterday. But the first two years, I learned so much sure. that that helped me as a foundation moving forward. But then I realized I have to. I mean, my niche was my community. But in the beginning, I didn't know any better. So so I kind of missed the the, the the good old days before the the subprime market which was great because none of my clients lost any property <laughs> because they, they, they didn't use any subprime loans. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, but yes, so that's what we did. Now, so you, where, where does, Eng like, did you have English skills coming into the country? No, as a matter of fact, I always hate the language. Uh, I, was, I was really good <laughs> in the sports. Uh, like, uh, and so I used to try to coordinate my training for, for different sports. And, and when I was in high school and in college, not to go to the English class. And then because I was getting all the trophies, so they give me all the A+. Plus. Uh, so yes, no, I, we, we, we still learn it. I, like, I think we learned watching uh, Friends and Everybody Loves Raymond yeah. and all those things. Yeah. yeah, My wife says the same thing. They learned from watching when they were yeah. 12, uh, she and her sister, 12 and 11, and moved here. Uh, they really learned from watching TV. Especially Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, his mom is like my mom. I was, I was telling my mom, do you, do you like her? And she, she thought that was a compliment. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not that. That's a great show. Though. Uh, all right, so when you're in this in this boutique uh, uh, agency, so yes. just so I'm clear, so you're serving sure. a clientele, a, a level of clientele that you're saying, man, I'm not serving my the Spanish-speaking community. Is that yes. where you wanted to be? Well, we didn't know at that time. I yeah. thought for some reason that we wanted to serve the, the American uh, uh, clientele because there were a lot more of them. Yeah. Uh, and then because that was the, the, an office that we were uh, placed at. And I think God made make everything uh, for a reason. Yeah. Uh, and then we, we we got so much knowledge and, and experience and uh, the guy, wasn't, he wasn't the, the main broker really that organized. So I, I had to do a lot of things that I wasn't supposed to be doing. Uh, but then after that, then we make the switch and we went to Century 21 and then uh, we start getting the momentum. Uh, and then uh, we realized that we needed someone to speak Spanish to do mortgages because uh, I was doing the translation all the time with the loan officer. Sure. So I went to the mortgages at that time. My wife was doing the real estate. So we, we make a team and then we were like having a great momentum and then the market crashed in 2008. Right, right. Well, 2008 
prior prior to OA, what was volume like for you? Like, do you what, what, how many how many homes did you sell? What was your your total uh, total sales? Yeah, not commission, but this, I'm not an agent, so I don't. <laughs> how much in volume did you do? What was the peak of this for you before? Okay, OA? I think that our peak was right before the, the crash, before like 2000, 2004, 2006. We were like a learning curve. We yep. make like the first couple of years, like ten thousand dollars a year. You oh, made we yeah, made ourselves, yeah, yeah. but we were. Uh, I was still at the, at the restaurant, so I was like extra money. Yeah, uh, but I was say I was. Uh, I knew I wasn't able to leave my job uh, of the, at the restaurant only ten thousand dollars, especially with a newborn. Yeah, uh, two thousand six to two thousand eight, we we increased the number. I think we were making around like a uh, hundred thousand dollars in commission. So wow. that that's that's the time we we drive the restaurant, and then we decided to do full time uh, real, real estate, and yeah. then the market crash. You say we. What was your wife doing when you moved to New York, and then did you both go into real estate oh, together? That's super fun because uh, so I started working in an Italian restaurant, and I was like. It, it wasn't easy, but and uh, it wasn't as hard as her because then she, she in the Greenwich Avenue. I don't know if you ever been there. It's a bunch of different restaurants, and then she decided to apply uh, and to a, and a Japanese restaurant. Mm. And then everybody was telling like Japanese restaurant, and and they wear kimono and everything. And she was she was the only na a, a like person for like for that area of the world. Sure. Uh, and then uh, she became a waitress in a Japanese restaurant with a kimono for like so many years, and she became the best waitress there. And she was making all the great great. Uh, uh, um, tips, tips because yeah. because of the service and everything else. So one, we had our daughter Victoria, uh, and then she decided to just stay with her for a year. And then when uh, she was a little bit older, we got a babysitter, and then she came back. Uh, she started doing real estate with me. Mm. So we started doing the sales. That's that's when I realized. Listen, it makes no sense for both of us doing the same thing, especially if I'm doing all the translation for the loan yeah. process and all of the mortgage. So let let me just do that, and then we do we do like a team. We still working as a team right now, so in different capacity, but. Yeah, so she was doing the sales and I was doing the mortgages. Got it. Okay, very interesting. All right, so uh, we go through 08, we get to, oh, actually, I'm sorry, one thing I wanted to ask about, the radio show. How did that come to be? What, what, how did radio come into your life? Oh, that was, you that, do the podcast now. I mean, this is sort that, of a that, part of that, you. That, that was an amazing, uh, so everything, uh, again, God, is, God be the glory. So uh, the market crashed. I was working in a, real, in, in a mortgage, uh, I was in Deutsche Bank. And then uh, every single day, all those banks were closing. I have a lot of loans pending. We, we weren't able to close. So at that time, I was part of an organization called NARAP. It's a National Association of Real Estate Professionals. Mm -hmm. So I've been in a different conference. And then I was trying to get a chapter in New York. And then at that time, I met an attorney uh, who uh, ha was coming from LA. Uh, he was born here, but his family is from uh, Peru and Colombia. And he started a small uh, law firm. And he said, you know what, why don't you come with me? I want to start doing like a foreclosure defense. We try to defend people that not to lose the property. Uh, and then maybe we can, you can just like, uh, be like a consultant, just help me just, just get the, 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 this, this thing going. And um, I started working as a consultant in the beginning, then I became an employee. And then he was doing a radio show in Spanish, although Spanish is not his primary pr primary language. And then he asked me one day to go with him just to, just because we wanted to promote something. And I went there, I did a horrible, when they, when they gave me the first, the first like get in, and I, it, it, it was in Spanish and it is so bad that we got a break and they got like come down relax <laughs> breathe yeah. let's, let's try it again right. and I did the second the, sec, the second segment it was a lot better and, and when we finished I thought he was going to say I don't want to see you again and he said do you want to come tomorrow I said tomorrow and then we started doing it the both of us and at one point he just dropped me I said you know what uh, he, he he likes to party in New York so you know what and the shows were like a 7 a.m. Uh, Sunday Saturday and like 7 7.30 
3 a.m. on Sunday. So it was really early. Yeah. So sometimes I have to go pick him up. Uh, and then he said, you know what? This is crazy. You do it yourself. So I did it for like 10 years. So oh, I no. went I went down and all the, it's like three or four uh, big radio stations in New York for the Hispanic community. I, I was in all of them. So mm-hmm. I was, it was pretty, and so when, when I decided to leave, that was that was one of the hardest part for me to leave my, my job was not to be in the radio anymore. So that's what I said, you know, I have to do something. I did a podcast. Wow. So I, I, so I created my own studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, on the radio show, so so you did that uh, two days, on Saturdays and Sundays, it sounds yes. like. Yes, it was live shows. Uh, so we have live calls. So we were talking, I was promoting the law firm. Uh, and then I, I was talking about like, Pretty much what, what I'm doing right now, like current events and I, I, asking questions. We have attorneys in the, uh, w- with me in the, in, the, in the studio, and then we would like to promote and, and just to offer free, free consultation and talk about like, like current events and, and things like, like like basic knowledge in terms of the, 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 the foreclosure, uh, foreclosure process, bankruptcy. Uh, so I just became really good at it, and I love it so much. And that was the easiest thing for me to do. At one point, with, I was doing a radio show Sunday at, at 6 a.m. in the morning. Wow. And, I, and I used to go like wear like like a like a suit and tie every single month. I've seen the pictures. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's that's here because this is Miami. But sure, sure. yeah, but this this is I, I think that's my brand. Like when when uh, when Ryan was saying yeah. yesterday, so like yeah, and I still uh, to the day my my podcast I do it like like professional. I think that's 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 that was supposed to be done. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, was this the did, were you getting paid for the radio show? Yes. Was that yeah. the W two you left uh, ten years no, later? No, no, I was. was uh, yeah. So I was working. Uh, so I started working as a consultant for the law firm. Then then I became an employee. So I was running an office that we have like a loss mitigation department. So I went to have a, uh, so he was, he went from like one office to like 10 offices when I left. Wow. And I was, re- I was a big part of the whole process. And then I was running one of the office in New Jersey. Uh, so I was doing the whole operation. So from Monday to Friday, I was doing that. And it was really intensive. Like it was like from like 9 a.m. to like really late at night and have like a, like a networking events and a lot of stuff. And then weekends, I would do Saturday and Sunday uh, radio shows. So I was doing Saturday from like 8 a.m. to like 10. And so Sometimes Sunday from like six to nine, like live shows and different radio stations, and then and that was the best days for me. I love wow! It. All right, so we hit 08. I'm assuming your volume goes to zero. How are you making money through this? Is it just a radio show? Well, or? no. So OA. So I, I joined this law firm. So I started working as Got a consultant. It. I was getting paid as a consultant, and then I became an employee. And I was working with him for like ten years. So I, I decided to, and then my wife came with me until 2015, and then she she decided to 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 left and I was just to build, start like just going back to real estate. She got licensed in, in New Jersey. We started buying small multifamilies because because all my health issues, and then we we knew that I was able to get a life insurance, so we needed to leave something for the family if something happened to me. So we started buying multifamilies, small multifamily just just to cover uh, to replace my income if something happened to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what what was the indication to you in I think it was 2012 that made you go get checked and you learned about cancer? What was what were you feeling? What was I mean? You had the headaches, but that was prior. Well, yeah, and, and that that was a great question uh, because as, as a real estate agent, uh, so so you're an independent contractor and you are now. So so getting insurance was a lot expensive, and and a lot of real estate like professionals they don't have insurance, yeah. and I was still young at that time and I was like I just don't need it so I started having those headaches and 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 then I got those MRIs and they told me about the malformation so and but they have insurance have to pay out of pocket so that at that point I said you know what I need to get an insurance so I got the insurance uh and then I was in 2012 uh because of the headaches and then after that just a few months later like no, like six months later then I, I was diagnosed with cancer so thank god I had the insurance I got it 
How is it found though? How do they find the, like what, what was oh, the indicator? Well, I have like a lot of like like a like a, like flu symptoms, like I had like cold and a lot of like like pain over here in my neck. So and then the doctor told uh, it was um, like um, give me like the antibiotics like before like a, like an infection or something. So after like few months, uh, I, I, I didn't get any better. And you get it, just antibiotics, antibiotics. So they said, you know what? Let's do let's do um, a a biopsy just to just to discover. I think he, he was in, he was 100 percent sure there was not cancer. I said, you know what? So I, I did it, uh, and then I, I do remember the November 9, 2012, mm. 8 p.m. The doctor called me, and when he, when I saw his number, he, mm. he called. I, I knew something was wrong. I, I, I know he won't call me just to tell me, listen, everything is fine. So he called me, the surgeon. He said, you know what? Uh, it is cancer. I said, it's not a worse cancer. I don't know if it's a good cancer, but he said it's not the worst. Uh, and but we need to get on it right away. So that was Friday night. We cried with my wife. We we're like, oh my god, that my daughters were so little. Yeah. And then uh, we just wipe our uh, our tears and I said you know let, let let's 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 get moving and then from from that Saturday to Monday we sketch all the different uh, tests and everything and I get a, 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 a device over here the the catheter and so I, I got the surgery for that and uh, and then I start uh, so that was November 9 and my first uh, chemotherapy was at the beginning of December so that was like just a few weeks just to get everything ready you start with the process wow 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 okay so uh I have two questions in my head. I'll ask this. What is that? Well, let me let me ask this question first. So we keep on the timeline. When you have that diagnosis and you're going through this, what was the like? You said it's not the worst cancer. How do they quantify? Like, is it stage one, stage two? I don't know enough about this, but yes. how, how do you, yeah? So I got Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, Hodgkin's by itself is the one that's. I mean, they're both bad, you know. And then I have a uh, stage three, which means it's the different parts wow. of my body. So yeah. they divide your body like up to the waist, I think it is, and I have it in like here, like like in my in my chest, under my arm, and and under my uh, top of my leg. So it was a stage three. So it goes up to stage four. So, it's four. so that's why he was calling me like, listen, it's not. I think you you can make it, yeah. but you have to get moving really fast. So I started that. I started doing that. So I, I was like. Um, was praying to God, and I was like, "Okay, I'm going. I'm going we're going to get this done." I, I everybody was like, "You have to slow down. You just take time from from off from work." And I and I, I didn't do that. I was like, "Haven't." Uh, uh, Monday was a uh, treatment. Tuesday was recovery, and Wednesday was back at, at, at seeing clients with my with my. I was I was wearing masks like right now. We're doing it, uh, and then uh, I started doing it. But in Christmas, uh, in December twenty four, I have one treatment, and everything went okay. And uh, we Colombians and Hispanic we celebrate uh, La Noche Buena, Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. It's the twenty fourth. No, it's the twenty fifth. It's, it's not the twenty fifth. So we stayed there. We have from some family came over, and then uh, we stayed early, uh, and then I went to sleep, and then. When I wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning, uh, I just saw the paramedics, paramedics in my in my bedroom, and I was like, "What's going on?" So my wife, said, you had a seizure. So I had a, I had a seizure when I was little until 11 11 years old. So I had a seizure, and I know that I, I knew then that was gonna complicate everything. So I was from that from the 24th to like, like almost New Year's of that year, and the hospital they do like uh, all those. The exams and everything else, and uh, the, from your back, the hurt a lot, and then, uh, and then after that, everything went well. But it was it was a really traumatic time that December because uh, of the beginning of the uh, the treatments, and then I had the seizure, and then. But 
Got the other question, and I guess it's it's morphed into two more for me. But what, do you feel, or did you feel, or is there a point at which you felt after all of this that you're in the clear? Like even to this day, do you ever feel like you're in the clear on this? Yes, okay. yes, uh, yeah, and both from the cancer and from the brain surgery. I think that gave you the the the, the knowing that everything's gonna be fine. And and yes, so I have so much uh, anxiety. I was so worried. I, I was so yeah, so nervous. Uh, I I used to commute for an hour, and I I do remember just getting out of the office and just cry for like half an hour until like the George Washington Bridge, the big, the, the, the two-floor bridge, bridge in New York that connects New Jersey, New York. Yeah. And then when I got to the bridge, I was just cleaning my, 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 my eyes and when I got home, like nothing happened. The girls never saw me like crying and everything, but I was really concerned and because I wanted to raise them, like uh, I want to stay with them. So yeah. so when, when that happened, then I did, uh, and then I did the, the brain surgeries and then, yes, I think uh, I, I, I felt like clear. <laughs> How does it inform you today? And and how you operate, like so, you go through something like that, yeah. And I wouldn't wish that on anybody. I mean, I, you know, listening to your story, it's yeah. crazy to me. But um, how does it inform you today, like the guy you were before versus the guy you are now, having recovered from two major two major incidents? Does it change how you operate? Does it change how you how you see things? Does it change anxiety levels? What you get worried about, or or no? I'm just kind of curious. Like, is is where you are today at all? Um, attributable to what you went through? Does it unlock sort of like, hey, anything's possible? I'm curious on that. It's a great question, and and, and it's a different way to answer that question. Yeah, yes, it, it affects my life completely. Uh, I left, like, um, I always wanted to have like a, like a, certainly, that have like a straight income, a steady income and everything, so I think I, I wouldn't let, never left a W-2 because I, I, I think I'm still an employee in my, in my mind, you know? So, I, but because of that, I knew was gonna be a better way to do things that I can't just work like seven days a week yeah. and be so stressful and then just be have so much focus uh, in my in my work and, and just my, my responsibilities. Uh, but at the same time, that time gave me so much faith and strength that the even now sometimes I, I think I lack and I, and I was talking with my coach the other day I kind of I, I'm not saying that I miss all those surgeries but I kind of miss the how I felt I felt like listen I had and it was up to me that I have to be strong enough wow. to move forward so I, I wish sometimes that, that I have that today although I'm, I'm doing great and then I have my wife my, my, my next to me uh, but it, 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 it gave you it helped you give you perspective on life like uh and just to just to value your family, value your time. Of course, you want to make great things, uh, and I think uh, it's more like a not one impact my community. And I think God gave me a second and third and fourth chance to be here, and it's for a reason. So He He wants me to 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 develop uh, of or just fulfill His plan. So I think that, that the connection with Him and just knowing like okay, so it's more it's more than me. It's if I'm here because He made all the chance, so I have to make sure that I follow His path. Enhancing your faith, man, no doubt about it. I can't yeah. imagine all that yeah, you went through. It's yeah, it's no it's no way. I mean. You can explain that. I mean, all, all the streaming, the doctors are beautiful, and I have a great relationship with them. All the professionals, but and every single uh, surgery and for, for the brains, so I have to like sign sign a uh, disclosure, saying listen, yeah. a waiver and everything. And the doc, the doctors, I mean, we can frame with everybody, friends, as twelve times, uh, and then mm. uh, and then they were like, we can't believe it. I mean, six are like so risky you did 12 and then they even run an ad for Mount Sinai and, 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 and the radio station with my story like, without without mentioning my name say like wow. 42 years old male came with this condition blah blah blah, blah and that was me 
Holy cow, man. I, 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 like I said, I can't imagine what you went through. Leaving the job has to feel like nothing compared to all that you went through. And you do this in 2018, you mentioned. 2018, I left. Okay. So in 2018, you leave the job. Uh, give me some perspective on that. Like what what was the final straw for you, the final decision to do that? And, and how did you support yourself? I mean, you're building a real estate portfolio. So yeah. kind of morph that into what you had built at that point. Yeah. So so when, when I went to all those surgeries, I have to recover. I have to stay overnight at, overnight at the hospital. So I started having this conversation with me. Okay. So what I'm planning to do. So I'm like, having another chance. What should I do? So I said, you know what? The best thing for me to do is just to leave my job because I don't, I, I don't want to, uh, I want to have a better quality of life. Uh, I, I reached to a point that I didn't feel aligned with the value of the company. Yeah. Um, and I said, okay. you know what? I'm really, uh, I think, uh, I, 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 I don't feel like an ethical of me staying here promoting a company that uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying they do anything wrong, but it's not uh, aligned with my values. Yeah. So I said, listen, we, we need to, to leave my job. So I said to my wife, listen, uh, if we find this many properties, uh, I'm, I think I'm going to be able to uh, replace my income and just do whatever I want, which is really hard because leaving a job is hard, but yeah. what comes next is harder. So uh, at that point, uh, and I was praying a lot and I was going to church and I was asking, telling God, listen, just give me signs. And if this happens, if this happens, if this happens, and, and I was like just giving a list because I was trying to find an excuse mm. and everything I asked, everything was happening. Like one of the last drop, I was like, listen, uh, I, I, really, I really love this radio show. I don't want to leave it. And, and I, I was like, you know, like when, when you have your possession and you are, you're jealous, I didn't want to have another host doing my show because I did it for 10 years. Yeah, I, really. I built that show. And I was like, so I was telling my wife, you know what? I might want to just, just stay just stay here for doing a show or even just come up with an agreement. So I, I, I do it for free, but I just continue doing a show, even if, even if I'm not an employee of the firm, firm anymore. And then out of nowhere, uh, the guy that I, that I used to work for, uh, he just canceled the whole show. He moved it to another radio station. And he told me, Carlos, we are not, we are not, be doing that radio stage anymore. We're going to do another one. I think it was a horrible mistake, but uh, so can you come, do you want to come to the other station? This time, this time, see, I'm in New York and I was like, this is it. I was, this is it. I, I, I mean, nothing against the other guy and I, I know the other host, but this is it. I mean, guy was telling me, listen, now move. Yeah, no, that's fair. You mentioned something about being aligned with uh, with your values. And, you know, we share that W2 thing. I talk about it a lot on the show and on my brand and everything else like that. And that's a really good way of putting it. And it's not like you said, I, I didn't, there was nothing unethical about what my company did. But for me, I, I think I, I, I'm actually just having this revelation now. I think I really value creativity. I like the ability to to think through problems in a different way, and I know that could that probably frustrated some of my bosses because uh, the company, as it got bigger and bigger, you talk about values, valued process, and I value process. Don't get me wrong, but they valued process down to almost like there was no, there was you just you just follow this, follow this, and for me, I, I felt more and more constricted by following something, you know, a script or a, a uh, oh, how do we do something? Well, it's written down right here, so just do it. Like, yeah, but what if there's a better way? Ah, you just follow that, right? So to your point, it's a strange thing to take a career, my case, your case, yeah. and sort of say, I'm done with this because I don't, it just doesn't resonate with me and not go get another job. Instead, you went out on your own. I yeah. went out on my own, right? It's it's an interesting, uh, that's that's funny. Is there something like that for you? Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, so, so yeah, I was going to say that. So so in my case, when we start there, we just to serve our, serve our community, people that were, were losing properties. And we have the, those crazy stories. I remember I was on the radio show once, uh, like 7 a.m. Sunday, uh, and I got a phone call for the guy. And, uh, and I was asking him, how's everything? How can we help you? I said, you know what? I'm here with the machete, machete which is the yeah, big. Yeah. I'm waiting, waiting for the guy in the bank. If he comes here, I'm going to 
I gotta give him the machete. I said, no, 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 no. And then he said, you know, and I, because he felt betrayed, betrayed by the bank. He said, you know what? They, they mis, uh, mis, uh, explain all the documents. I, I'm, I'm not supposed to be losing this property because therefore they didn't want to help me and I'm going to burn the house. Mm. And I said, don't do that. I said, and, and I wasn't, I wasn't there for like, and I have that, the, 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 the segment for like 10 minutes. And I was like, and then you know how much expensive it, it is, the, the, the radio station time, airtime. So I was like, don't do that. Please, please, please come here come to the office anyway he ended up coming to the different location so I never knew they were coming and then we ended up helping him through the farm and he saved the property and, and he lost like 40 pounds and then he was like I mean you guys changed my life Yeah. so when you start growing and then uh, it, it, you get different players in the organization uh, the culture changed a little bit so it, it wasn't more like like helping people it just made like growing which is fine but so that's what it, I was in line, line with my values that's like, amazing so yeah yeah that's great so your 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 value is around community around helping and yeah that's a great but same thing like that, that creativity for me in the beginning it was like I could figure out ways to resolve like a claim because I was in the claim side of, of insurance I could figure out different ways to do it that made sense you know Took care of the business, took care of the person, whatever. And then as we got more and more process oriented, um, it's just there was a line that I think it crossed for me. Not not saying they're wrong or bad or whatever. Just yeah. for me, that was my tripwire to say, you know what, I'm feeling constricted. I don't have an outlet for my creativity here. And you know, this is the decision I made. And for you, it was community, and that actually parlays into now. So we'll we'll talk about the podcast in a second. I was going to go there first, but let's talk about your sure. mastermind. So you have a community. Yes. What does the community do? What do you serve? How does that work? Give me some. Okay. So so our goal. So we. So my podcast is, uh, is called Ablemos Real Estate. It's a real estate family in finances. So our goal is like a family, the base of society. So we want a, a, a family that's financially free through investing in real estate. Mm -hmm. So a lot of kids that, that are being raised by themselves because because mom and pop are working like three jobs and they have part-time, full-time, and they work all the time. So so we want to make sure that our community has access to different uh, mentality uh, to be able to invest in real estate. So that's what we do. Uh, and so we try to do different, like uh, impact and community different avenues. And we realize based, um, we hear, we have this beautiful mastermind, one of the best ones, if not the best. Uh, they said, you know what? Uh, I want something like this for my community. So we start something like, it's real estate related, but at the end of the day, and you know that you know this, uh, Jamie. It's not it's not about the money. It's about the family, about the, the about the legacy, about the health, the connection with God. So so that that's what we want to we want to make sure that uh, the tools are through investing in real estate. But at the end of the day, we want to impact the whole family uh, in the next in the next generations. And that you know this means a lot. Like I, I'm I'm really I'm processing this right now. Your need for community, and now you've created that. You've 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 leaned into that value. I don't know if you knew at that time, like as you're going through this job and as the company's evolving and you're feeling a bit disconnected, that you were so sure, like it's community, and I'm not I'm not getting that 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 piece of me fulfilled here. So I'm gonna have to build that. But it it you learn that about yourself. And for me, the same thing, like creativity. So here I get to do things like this and my personal brand, and you know I have a community with Emergent Ascent and all that stuff. It's an interesting thing. I, I guess I never thought of it quite that way for folks that are thinking about, like, I want to leave my job. I don't know why. Something's unfulfilling. I should be happy. It might be that, right? Like, what is the value that you have, the true value that you have, whatever that is, and is is where you are right now and it's not serving that. And it doesn't even mean, like, the company you're working for changed, right? could be that you've changed. Yeah. You've morphed and become a different person. And what you value now, have kids, got married, whatever it might be is misaligned with who you were and what you were doing. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. So, uh, so, um, 
Colombians, and here you have a lot of like soap operas. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so <laughs> I, I, I so, yeah. telenovelas. So I, I learned that there's there there, there are few characters, uh, and and and, the, and even in the movie, you know, they are supposed to be just in the beginning of the movie, on the on the, on the beginning, and the on the, on the in the middle of the movie, or the end of the movie. Yeah. Sometimes you want to hold the character that's in the beginning of the movie, or or or, or, or profession, and you are supposed you are supposed to just drop it. So there's nothing wrong with the company, great and they're great. I mean, and I still have a great great uh, connection with them. I respect them, and I uh, and I um, value all the team because they came at the right time, right time when the market was crashing. And I think I, I provide great savings for them as well. So, so yes, I think that that, that was it. That was the time. Nothing wrong with them. Just you outgrew the position, and you want to do different things. I love it, man. The podcast. Tell me a little bit about the podcast. What what uh, what. Uh, when is it? How like how often do you post? Well, give me give me an idea of what you're doing. Yeah, so right now we're doing two shows a week. Okay. Uh, we have one show that we're doing with my wife. Uh, so when, when Ryan was saying things last night, I was check. You bring your wife, you check. <laughs> and that happens all the time because when I'm talking, sometimes people that like they the race racing in with me with my, my way they uh, like connecting because I'm trying to be so like really like like direct. And then my wife is sugar coating and she's so so soft and beautiful. Uh, and then uh, so I do that with, uh, a show with her uh, and that's Tuesday and 10 a.m. and then I have. Uh, my guests uh, were uh, uh, on Thursday night, 8 p.m. So I, I got uh, different professionals from all over the the world, I, mostly from the state. They speak Spanish, they're in real estate, uh, mostly, and uh, and they, they they wanted to share their their career and their testimony. And they the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. No, not 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 everything is beautiful. Oh, what yeah. are the struggles? So yeah, no, I love it, man. I love it. Tell me about this conference. Well, tell me about your time in abundance. Let's start there because you're what about four months, five months in at this point. Yeah, joined December was it? I joined December. I tried to. Join Joined like uh, for a long time, yeah. uh, and then it, it didn't happen. Uh, but I joined December, and uh, it's been happening so much. Like before I joined, like uh, I, I made, uh, I started merch, and yeah. thank you because it was a game changer, uh, changer. Uh, and I, I did BPCon. Uh, I met bunch, a lot of the GoPros, GoPros. I joined, and then after that, I went from being like a lone wolf by myself, uh, getting my wife crazy and getting myself crazy. <laughs> that's true. That, that's I what know, it is. I know. And then, and then now, uh, I, now it, it, like, uh, it, it hasn't been easy, but, uh, like, uh, I have a, my, my horizon open and I have a mastermind and I have, uh, I'm, I'm investing in, in multifamily racing capital and all of those, uh, connections and, and motivation has been happening through, through, through this, uh, beautiful organization. That's what I, I'm saying in the beginning. It's an honor to be here because I admire all of you guys. Oh, that quick. So you're already making connections here that are leading to other business ideas. Ideas, or business Definitely, for yes. That's incredible. The um, I, I talked to a guy the other day who was who was asking me about abundance, and he's like, "Look, my, my wife is sick of me." It was almost like, so like she wants you to buy new friends. He goes, "Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> she, she wants you to go buy some." My wife here. too. Like, just go do something. Just do, do something nice. Don't get to get bad bad friends. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great place to be. How about the conference? Uh, you went to Park City. You're here. What do you get from being at these conferences? I mean, the, the power connection, uh, the power, the proximity, uh, the power of, of uh, learn from other people, uh, and regardless of the network how much money you have, you will go to different struggles and you always have something to give and something to receive. So it's a win-win scenario if you play, if you play full out. Great. Where uh, where can people learn more? Follow you? Pod- uh, well, podcast we know the name of, but yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's called uh, Ablemos the Real Estate on all the platforms. Or if you just search my name, Carlos Amaya, yeah, you'll find me and uh, I'll be more than happy to. With the suit. The whole with the suit, always, always, yeah, always the dapper. My wife is trying to get me out, and I'm getting out of the com- my comfort zone to make a couple of videos like you. Uh, but yes, we're still the suit. I like the suit, man. I need to go up in uh, in my attire. So you you stay there. You're inspiring me. So Carlos, man, amazing. I'm so appreciative of you. It's a pleasure. It's a dream come true. And thank you, Jamie. I really I really enjoyed this time. And uh, and uh, it's a pleasure. And hopefully it happens again. Appreciate you. Well, 
Well, that's it for this episode, but be sure you subscribe for future episodes. Give us a rating and review as well. It just helps us grow the podcast, grow the reach, and give as much value as we can to you on a week-to-week basis. Be sure to go over and check out GoBundance.com while you're at it. Check out Emerge if you're a future millionaire, our elite division if you're in that $1 to $5 million range, or our champion division at $5 million plus. Or on the women's side, GoBundance Women is available for all of you to join an amazing group of millionaire entrepreneurial women. And if you haven't already, jump on tribeofmillionaires.com and order the book that is the namesake of this podcast. And you'll learn all about what this whole GoBundance thing is, what masterminds are about, and the power of community, accountability, connection, and all of that as you pursue your goals. Thanks for listening again. We'll talk to you soon. 